Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the Sound Kitchen. Mm, yummy. And Susan Owens Beef Cooking. Welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 10th of June, the 161st day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. You have 204 days left in 2023 to do something splendid, like be amongst the finalists in the fifth edition of RFI's Planet Radio EPOP video competition. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Delicious it is, and splendid too. I'm very pleased to tell you that Anjana Parvan, who's a member of the Shetu RFI fan club in Naugaon, Bangladesh, has made it into the finals for the EPOP RFI club's prize. Yay! This is the first time Bangladesh has been represented in Planet Radio's EPOP video competition, and boy are we proud. Anjana is competing against nine other videos in the club's category. The winners will be announced on July 3rd, so you have just about a month to keep thinking, Go Anjana! Win Anjana! Of course, winning is sweet. But it's already splendid and an honor to be the first representative of your country, Anjana, and to have made it past the 283 other videos that were sent in. Well done, my sister. Meanwhile, fingers crossed, and toes, and eyes, and whatever else we can cross is crossed. There, I see baby brother has just crossed his leg. And my toes as well. Very good. <laughs> Morning, this is Sheka from Banjo. I love RFI. Hello, I am Jahangir Alamantu, calling from Kaptei Project Rangamati, Bangladesh. Good afternoon, this is Samuel Francis. I'm calling from the sunny island of Jamaica in the Caribbean. You're listening to The Sound Kitchen with Susan Owensby. Erwan is on holiday. Jeremy Boucher has stepped in to mix this week's show for him. Hello, Jeremy. And as noted, I've got baby brother, otherwise known as Paul Myers, right here next to me in the studio with his legs and toes crossed. Say hello, baby brother. And what's cooking at Roland Garros? Well, hello, big sister, and everybody else out there in the sound kitchen world. Uh, Roland Garros, wow. Women's singles final today, Saturday. Men's singles final tomorrow on Sunday. Extraordinary matches so far, big sister. Top seed Carlos Alcaraz beating the fifth seed Stefanos Tsitsipas in straight sets. A savage beauty to the destruction. It was lovely. Silence. People could not believe what they were witnessing. The top seed destroying Someone who was pretty good. Made him look a bit like me on the tennis court, actually. <laughs> Absolutely useless. <laughs> it, 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 Paul, it looks like there's about a billion matches every day. How do you choose which ones to watch? It's quite simple, really, because the RFI cabine uh, or commentary position overlooks the centre court. Usually all the really good matches are going to be on centre court. So that helps the choice. 
There's uh, another court called Court Suzanne Longlin, which also features the, the top games from that day. You can go along there. There are special positions. But of course, the Roland Garros Stadium has about uh, 15 courts. So if you walk around, you can hear the roars, the cheers, the boos. And um, you can have a peek in, you get special seats sometimes. You have to get your elbows out and get past people who are saying, why are you passing me? Because I'm tough. And I say, I'm beautiful and I'm tough as well. And um, you go and sit down and watch some of the lower level matches. But of course, there are all extraordinary athletes and fantastic. But then, of course, when you go back to the centre court, you see the guys and the girls who are at the top of their game and what they do under pressure is uh, quite extraordinary. And um, so that's how I choose, really. <laughs> you just go to the centre court, you're going to be guaranteed a wonderful match. Oh, it just sounds great. Paul is here, ready to mix in your delicious sound kitchen ingredients, your answers to the bonus question on the listener's corner. So don't touch that dial. Susanna Wensby, The Sound Kitchen, Radio France International. Ready, everyone? Good and hungry? Because it's time to get that quiz out of the oven. On the 29th of April, I asked you a question about the Ostend Energy Summit. Earlier that week, nine European countries met in Belgium to discuss how to increase wind power in the North Sea. The Belgian Prime Minister, Alexander de Croo, said the goal is to build enough North Sea wind farms to produce 130 gigawatts of electricity by the end of the decade. You were to reread our article, Expansion of North Sea Wind Farms Tops the Agenda at Ostend Energy Summit, and send in the answer to this question. Amongst the nine countries that participated in the summit, which two are currently producing the most wind energy? Paul, what's the answer? Well, to quote our article, Britain has the greatest number of offshore wind farms, 45 of them producing 14 gigawatts, with plans to expand capacity to 50 gigawatts by 2030. Germany is next, with 30 wind farms producing 8 gigawatts, followed by the Netherlands, Denmark and Belgium, all producing less than 3 gigawatts. In addition to the quiz question, there was the bonus question, what will you do when you retire? You'll hear the answers later in Listener's Corners, so please do stay with us. The winners of this week's quiz are... Mrs. Mukta Banu, who's a member of the Shetu RFI Listener's Club in Naugaon, Bangladesh. Mukta is also the winner of this week's bonus question. She wrote, I will serve people. I will do service work for the neglected, the deprived, and the needy. For example, I can help poor girls to marry by providing financial support. I can provide shelter for the unfortunate. In short, I will spend my free time doing community service. Congratulations, Mukta. Also on the list of lucky winners this week are RFI Listeners Club members Bidan Chandra Sanyal from West Bengal, India, Muhammad Nasir from Katsina State, Nigeria, hey Muhammad, and Kashif Khalil from Faisalabad, Pakistan. Last but certainly not least, there's RFI English listener Mohammed Aslam from Naugaon, Bangladesh.
Congratulations to this week's winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. I have a French history question for you today. Earlier this week, French President Emmanuel Macron was on a two-day visit to Normandy. He went to the incredibly gorgeous architectural jewel, the Abbey Mont-Saint-Michel, which is celebrating its 1,000th birthday this year. The first stone was laid in 923. Then he went to Colville-Montgomery, the site of the D-Day landings 79 years ago, which was the turning point in World War II. But you already know all this, right? Because you read our article, Macron Marks 1,000-Year Anniversary of Iconic Mont-Saint-Michel. Of course you did. At Colville Montgomery, Macron met a soldier. Why? What is the soldier's name? How old is he? And what is the name of the regiment in which he served? Again, reread our article, Macron marks 1,000-year anniversary of iconic Mont-Saint-Michel and send in the answers to these questions. Why did President Macron honor a soldier on his visit to Colville-Montgomery earlier this week? What is the soldier's name? How old is he? And in which regiment did he serve during World War II? You'll find our article on the Sound Kitchen page on our website, rfienglish.com, as well as on the Sound Kitchen and Club's Facebook pages. Paul, what's this week's bonus question? It is, if you have a summer vacation, where would you like to go? The question was suggested by Salim Aptar Chadda, who's the president of the RFI Seven Stars Radio Listeners Club in District Chinyot in Pakistan. He's a teacher and off for the summer, contemplating the free time ahead of him. But how about you? Where would you like to spend the summer? In the mountains? Visiting big cities and museums? Beside a cold body of murky water? At home in bed? With no worries? Where would you like to spend the summer? And if you're under the equator and it's winter where you are right now, well... Give in a little, dream a bit. Where would you like to spend the summer? Remember, we're happy to hear your ideas for bonus questions, so please do send them in. Me. My favorite place to be in the summer is at my husband's parents' house in Brittany. First, it's rarely hot in Brittany, but if it is, boy, am I lucky. All I have to do is cross the street to plunge into the icy Atlantic Ocean. Plus, all the fresh seafood. Ugh. Baby brother, what about you? Well, big sister, because I live in France, um, I like visiting family and friends in England. Um, I also like being at home in London, seeing my mum, my sister, my nephew, going out to a few museums, a few exhibitions, and just wandering around London because that's where I grew up. You have until the 3rd of July to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on the 8th of July to hear if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. 
Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-3112-9682. That's plus 336-3112-9682. Nine six eight two. Always include your postal mailing address, and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. I'm Nasser Balahi. Bonjour from Iraq. And now more from and about you. It's time for the listeners' corner. Take it away, Paul. The question you answered for this week is: What do you plan on doing when you retire? Both Jebayada Akhtarjai and Father Stephen Wara would like to spend their golden years gardening, and Mohammed Lichon said he'll spend his retirement sleeping. And why not? At the opposite end of the activity spectrum is Raihan Ali, who wrote, "My childhood dream was to be a marathonist, so I'll begin to run." Kashif Khalil also wants to remain active, as he wrote, "I will sleep better, maintain a healthy weight, and reduce the risk of disease." Doesn't sound like Tasnim Salah wants to sleep through her retirement. She writes that she'll start a new business or take a new job. I have to say that doesn't sound like retirement, but each to their own. Malik Ala Bashaya Koka really plans on staying busy. He wrote that he'll spend his time taking care of his grandchildren and great grandchildren. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> Raihan Kashif, you both could do that too. Taking care of young children is probably more intense physically than a tri marathon. Is that what it's called? No, when you run, no, swim, and no, ride a bike no, 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 for no, 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 all no. on the same day. You run, you swim, you ride a bike. It's called a triathlon. Actually, a friend of mine has just done one. I didn't take it all in. He said there was something like 750 meters of swimming in open water, yucky, yucky water. Running for 10 kilometers, cycling for 20 kilometers. He's been training, and I did see him just before he before he told me. And when I said, "Yeah, wow, you look great," but of course <laughs> he'd been doing all the training. <laughs> Um, some people want to spend their retirement travelling.、Uh, for example, Riaz Ahmad Khan wrote, "I would like to see the beautiful places in the world, specifically Europe and Canada." Seidel Islam plans on travelling as well. He wrote, "I will try to visit holy sites first, those that are near, and then those farther away." Shahanaj Parvin Sati also plans on travelling, but as she wrote. To visit all my old friends and family members with whom I've lost touch due to my work and career, Rebecca Begum wants to read. Tatia Sally plans on keeping busy with social work, and both Shivendu Paul and Radha Krishna Pillai will spend more time on their favourite hobby. Guess what that is, everyone? Mm-hmm. You guessed it. Radio. Listening via shortwave and the internet. Radhakrishna wrote that he'll also be able to be more active in radio contests 
as well as social welfare activities. Radha Krishna, even though you're busy now, we're glad you join us regularly in the Sound Kitchen. Vidan Chandra Sanyal wrote, My plan after retirement is to love all beings. And three teachers, Mahesh Jain, Shivindu Paul, and Kondaka Rafikul Islam, will continue to teach. Mahesh Jain wrote, I would like to devote my time and expertise to society, particularly for those who are underprivileged and have no resources. I would like to spend my time educating students who can't afford school or coaching fees. This is the best way that I can give back to society. Shivendu Paul wrote, I want to establish a science and radio house for students. I hope to live in a house by the river with lots of trees once I retire. Kondaka Rafikul Islam wrote, I will establish a free evening school for the aged people in my community who didn't have the opportunity to go to school. Everyone deserves an education. I will provide all the materials they need for studying. Doing this will make me happy. And let's finish with someone who is retired, Karuna Kantapal. He wrote, I retired in June of 2017. I have a good time at home enjoying my family. Most days start with a morning walk to keep me healthy. I listen to the news on the radio, watch TV, listen to the music, and cook and garden with my wife. But the best thing about retirement is now I can travel to any place at any time. I love traveling. All in all, I'm spending a good retired life after working for 37 years. I wish all listeners of RFI English a happy retirement. Oh, that's sweet, Karuna. I'm sure I can speak for everyone. Thank you. Remember, everyone, this week's bonus question, suggested by Salim Akhtar Chada, is where would you like to spend your summer? Do you have a bonus question idea? If so, send it to us at the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. That's it for today's Listener's Corner. Thanks, everyone, for participating, and a special thanks to Paul Myers for hanging out in the kitchen with us. A pleasure to be here, big sister. This is the end. Not yet, not yet. Dessert is on its way. Thanks for joining us in the Sound Kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Thanks to Jeremy Boucher for mixing the show, and thanks to you for listening. Be sure and tune in next week for the answer to the question about Marine Le Pen and the recent far-right demonstrations. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch and stay safe, my friends. Erwan is off this week, so it's a music from Susan, and I want to play for you a song that falls into the so French category. It's called Un Jour Tu Verras, One Day You'll See. Written in 1954 by the French actor and singer Marcel Melougi, and set to music by Georges Van Paris, it tells the story of two young lovers who are walking together hand in hand, of course. They're not really going anywhere, they're just wandering around, happy to be together. 
they come across a public dance described as rather sad. Not pretty, not good music, but to them it is the most beautiful ball ever. You know how it is when you're in love. Everything is beautiful. It's such a simple little poem, but so also filled with the je ne sais quoi spirit. And the singer Marcel Malugi, who I just discovered, has won my heart and ears. I hope you like it too. Talk to you all next week. Un jour tu verras, on se rencontrera quelque part, n'importe où. Guidés par le hasard, nous nous regarderons et nous nous sourirons. Et la main dans la main, par les rues nous irons. Oh, le temps passe si vite, le soir cachera bien nos cœurs, ces deux voleurs qui gardent leur bonheur. Puis nous arriverons sur une place grise où les pavés seront doux à nos âmes grises. Il y aura un bal très pauvre et très banal sous un ciel plein de brume et de mélancolie. Un aveugle jouera l'orgue de barbarie. Cet air pour nous sera le plus beau, le plus joli. Puis je t'inviterai, ta taille je prendrai. Nous danserons tranquilles loin des gens de la ville. Nous danserons l'amour, les yeux au fond des yeux, vers une fin du monde, vers une nuit profonde. Un jour, tu verras, l'on se rencontrera quelque part, n'importe où. Guidés par le hasard, nous nous regarderons et nous nous sourirons. Et la main dans la main, par les rues nous irons.